The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. We'll finish yogurt and shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory, with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory, I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to start the timer. Uh... And we'll just dive right into the tweet of the week. We should just tell people we have a, a live studio audience for this episode. <laughs> they are not on mic, but uh, but they're here. They're la- already laughing, so that's oh, great. Yes, and clapping. I yeah. think there's a standing ovation. Uh, well, maybe that comes at the end of the show. I don't think we should be so bold. <laughs> I think it's throughout. <laughs> I want I want our audience to stand and clap through the entire episode. Is what I would like. I want to clap. I want such a loud clap that it picks up on the mic just a little bit. You know, yeah, I, I like want a, it a constant. Right. I want it to be distracting. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so let's jump into the tweet of the week. This is uh, this is a video tweet, yeah. and I have this tendency with video tweets to watch them and to not listen to them. And then we talk and I realized that there's audio, but this time I listened to the audio and I'm really glad that I did. Um, so the, the tweet says summer vacation, 2001 to 2005. Um, and then you have attached an 18 second uh, TikTok video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to walk me through this video? And then we'll get yeah. back to your text, but. Yeah, is there? I mean, I don't know. I guess there's not really a way to play the video for our audience, but um, there's a boy who looks to be in middle middle school, high school, high school student, maybe pretending to be. In I'm going to say freshman. I'm going to say freshman. Yeah, maybe. yeah. He's pretending to be a little bit younger than he is, and uh, he's on a bike in someone's driveway, and he's talking to the camera as if it's his friend, right? Mm-hmm. And it says like. Uh, uh, point of view that one friend like who wants to come over for a sleepover or something like that right and uh he comes up with this plan that is so quintessential my childhood where it's like mom won't let you have a sleepover or like so instead like why don't i'll just invite you to my place uh as my friend and be like hey let's have dinner uh, and then in front of the mom to be like, oh, he's already here. Like, man. Yeah, it, it's just... like it's like forcing the issue. It's like, you know, so instead of asking when you get the no, it's like you just show up. And because it's so much harder for them to say no once it's already in motion. Um, and then and then at the end of this, he he uh, rides into the garage um, <laughs> on his bike, kind of scooting on his bike still looking at the camera, not realizing that the garage door is only halfway down and he slams his head into the garage door. Yeah. Just as he's saying, if your mom doesn't let us sleep over, she's a jerk. Yeah. Um, so that's a funny video, uh, but mm. this is not a funny video podcast. Um, you wrote summer vacation, 2001 to 2005. Um, so I want to know, I want you to, to walk me through that. What I had a routine kind of all through so 2001 i was what 10 and then 
till 2005, I was 14. So kind of like all the middle school years, right? And like late elementary, I had this routine on summer vacation where my cousins and I would want to have a sleepover. Um, and we would convince our parents in this exact way where we would invite all, or like we would be like, oh, Did well, it work? Just... Yeah, usually. And we would do like double sleepovers or triple sleepovers. Usually there was a Harry Potter marathon involved um, secretly since my parents didn't let me watch Harry Potter. So, uh, yeah, so we would watch Harry Potter, um, and, uh, or like Alan Rickman marathons, weirdly, or wait, like wait, wait, wait. Alan Rickman marathons. Yeah. <laughs> so that would include Harry Potter, but it would also include Die Hard and maybe like he's in a Jane Austen adaptation, right? Yes. Sense and Sensibility. We watched that. Okay. Yep. Yep. Was there other um, other Alan Rickman performances that I'm missing? Gosh, he's in Love Actually, right? Yes, he is. I think we maybe watched that. No, not when I was no. ten, but a little older. <laughs> now, would you just watch the Alan Rickman scenes, or would you watch the whole movie just because he oh. graced? Because he's not in like all of Love Actually. He's not in all of of uh, the of like a Harry Potter movie. No, yeah. So we would watch. Yeah, we would watch the whole movie and we would usually like pause on his scenes and like laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why there was a weird obsession. So it was either we would do Alan Rickman marathons or Nicolas Cage marathons. Weird. Yeah, I don't know why. It's not like so. I mean, so so why why Alan Rick? Let's start with why Alan Rickman. Okay. I mean, we, Alan Rickman's awesome, but why? Right. So Specifically, us, you as a 10 year old. Uh, you talked about laughing when he would say things, and does that have to do with the uh, the sound of his voice, the tone of his voice? The it was more like so he he's amazing, right? Yeah, but he's definitely typecast in like moody, dark, yeah, kind of right. Like his voice fits it. So oh, um, we would also watch uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> oh, he's he the sheriff of Nottingham in that? Yes, he's okay. uh, yes. Okay. Um, he has that he he always has like dark matted kind of hair mm -hmm. in in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves we've watched it so many times that we like what I I have his lines memorized like I could tell you some of his lines right now he uh his hair was dyed in a way that was like kind of blue in the sunlight so we would always like you know like the the yep. bad it's, yep. dyed it's so it's so it's so black that it's blue I I I know yep, that yep, yeah yeah so we I don't know why twelve-year-olds would be obsessed with Alan Rickman, but oh, we I mean, were. I get it. I, I get it. He, but okay. So that you said Alan Rickman or Nicolas Cage. What Nicolas Cage movies? Because he's got a. I'm sure you weren't watching like his Oscar-winning performance in Leaving Las <laughs> Vegas. No. Um, like, like what? What um, Nick Nick Cage movies were you watching? Uh, so for him, we were watching to make fun of. Like Alan Rickman was a weird like kind of culty we like him mm -hmm. yeah i don't know why i can't really most place. of those alan rickman movies we named are good movies you yeah. still haven't answered what nicholas cage movies were you watching <laughs> so uh national treasure obviously okay obviously. one and two um uh what's the one where he it has a he's a, like a bad superhero or he's a superhero but like he's kind of supposed to be edgy and he's on a motorcycle and he has a oh ghost head. rider yeah ghost rider that was bad but we watched that 
for Nick Cage, we mostly just watched those movies and made fun of those movies, like, many times. So, would your ideal childhood sleepover movie have been if Alan Rickman and Nick Cage made a version of Face Off where, where it was the <laughs> two of them? Yes. Oh, my gosh, because I didn't even know Face Off was a thing until, like, a month ago, and it sounds unreal have you seen it i have i have uh and, and so so those who don't know face off it's it's insane level nick cage against insane level john travolta where yes they end up switching faces so they have to play each other playing a, a big broad wild character um yep. so which would you enjoy more would you enjoy more the scenes where you got to watch Nick Cage play Alan Rickman or where you got to see uh, Alan Rickman play Nicolas Cage? I just, Oh, that's hard. What do you think? What would you, what would you choose? I I think, um, I think it would be Alan Rickman playing Nicolas Cage because Cage is, has like a, a very weird, frenetic energy which would be mm. fun to because like that would be a big challenge for rickman i think i think cage would end up just doing like a rickman impersonation which would be fun but not great but to see alan rickman have to do like like a hyperkinetic, um like just out there nick cage performance would be pretty great yeah right uh our our obsession with these two individuals truly dominated my childhood like christmas birthdays i would receive from my cousins i i have I, to this day i have a nicholas cage pillowcase what That's his his entire how bed. is it this late into the podcast and you're telling us this did you bring it to korea with you no oh my gosh no it's at my parents place and there's like hearts all over it and like little kissy like emojis they found this somebody made this and thought, ooh, this is great. Someone will buy it. And they were right. That's okay, the, what is the picture the of Nick part. Cage on there? It's just like some acting headshot and like zoomed in on his face. Like his face is larger than like the size of a normal human face. Give me a year, roughly. Uh, is it probably, like late 90s Cage? Is it like 80s it, Nick Cage? It's like really, really modern at the time. So like early 2000s. That's so wild. We, so we have that. Um, I also have a framed <laughs> uh, picture of Alan Rickman that is supposedly signed by Alan Rickman um, that uh, they bought, my cousin bought on eBay. So <laughs> for like so 20 bucks, <laughs> <laughs> for like $20 when she was like 12, she went on eBay and bought this. Uh, definitely can't actually be a signed picture, but I have it. Um Man, what else? Oh, they made me an entire, for multiple years, would make me themed calendars. And these were only gifts to me. I never gave it to them. I am the one that collected these shrines. Of Maybe you're just hard to shop for. And they're like, <laughs> well, let's come up with some, you know, Alan Rickman or Nick Cage thing. Yeah. No, I don't think they were. I don't think they were ever in a movie together, were they? Not that I know of. Okay. So, so we, we have... The, the ultimate double feature is is Rickman Cage face-off followed by a Harry Potter movie where Nick Cage, you have to cast Nick Cage in a Harry Potter 
character. Obviously, he's going to be one of the adult characters. I don't think he's going to play like a overgrown Hogwarts student. Who would be the <laughs> ideal Harry Potter character for Nick Cage to play? Ooh, it has to be someone who would, would kind of create. Maybe uh, I was going to say Mad Eye Moody. That's what I was thinking. Do you think he could have pulled off Mad Eye Moody? I wouldn't necessarily enjoy it, but I no. Think this that- is not about <laughs> enjoying it. It's about <laughs> enjoying how bad it would be. Yeah, I think that he could do it then. Yeah, oh, for sure. What if right? what if he what if in his vanity he oh. decided he wanted to play young and he played both Fred and George Weasley? <laughs> the twins? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be so good. Especially if they with because most of their scenes are together, right? Right, right. So there'd have to be some like <laughs> double cage rough CGI. Yeah. I oh. love it. Him acting off of himself sounds so stressful. Like, <laughs> there is no level of enjoyment of this. That would All right, be so, terrifying. So, Annie, you know that there is the technology out there to take videos and to like put other people's faces on there. So, uh, if anybody could use the uh, the deep fake technology to um, replace Fred and George Weasley both with Nicolas Cage. This is what you should get for Christmas this year. You know, we're yeah. this is our Christmas Eve episode. So, um, what I'm going to do is see if I can figure out how to use that software to give you uh, uh, just a scene or two from Harry Potter where we replace Fred and George Weasley with uh, with Nick Cage. Yeah, and you know what? I think maybe a gift for all of my thousands of Twitter followers at this point should be because. Speaking of kind of like deep fakes and things, uh, 2002 was like a really big year for me for figuring out Photoshop. I was really just excited about Photoshop. So I would, while I didn't buy pillowcases for my cousins or snow globes or uh, framed photos, I did Photoshop them terribly into uh, famous scenes with Alan Rickman and Nicolas Cage Usually as like the love interest, um, maybe I should post those like as a little Christmas gift. I think you absolutely should. There is nothing more that touches on the reason for the season than Nick Cage and Alan Rickman photoshopped together into really anything. I like 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 I would what I would love if you could give me a gift this Christmas is for you to tweet um, a a Photoshop picture of either. The face-off movie or the Fred and George Weasley. Either of those would be the greatest gift you could give this Christmas season. I'll do it for you, Sam. I I, I cannot wait. <laughs> Annie, uh, this has been a, a weird episode. I started by saying I have weird energy, and I just have weird energy. It's kind of a mellow... You know, we're, I feel like we're sitting by the fire at Christmas discussing uh, these two titans of the <laughs> stage and screen. Mm. Um and uh, but th- this is this is what I want to be thinking about this Christmas, um, you know. So uh, <laughs> that is all the time that we have. Um, if you like what you're hearing, or if you don't like what you're hearing, but you think there's potential that it could be better, you should be mm-hmm. following at Andy underscore Berglund at twitter.com. Maybe we're going to get some Alan Rickman or Nick Cage photoshops coming in special for our listeners. You should subscribe to the channel 3900 Podcast Network. We have lots of great stuff coming in 2022 i'm struggling to say that date coming in 2022 um there's some new shows proposed that are that uh, might be coming out this spring um so lots of good stuff subscribe to the network follow at andrews at annie underscore at twitter.com and we will be back 
next week with a very special episode of Tweet Victory. Merry Christmas. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. 